0: The gospel was coupled in Jesus' ministry of not only proclamation, but healing those who were sick. And Peter says, you look astonished, but this is the gospel at work. Thousands come to faith in one moment. And the gospel proclaimed and demonstrated in Acts is the entirety of the gospel. Did you know that Jesus was Jewish? You might be asking, what does that mean for your Christian faith? Watch today and discover how understanding the Jewish roots of your faith and your connection to Israel and the Jewish people can transform your life and the
1: way you read the Bible. Coming up on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm Jonathan Burnus, and I'm joined again today by my co-host, Ezra Benjamin. When we look at the life of Jesus, we see that he was often moved by compassion when crowds of Jewish people came to him. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He performed incredible miracles. He fed thousands at a time. And today, we're going to focus on the power of compassion, in fact, and what is the
0: result of that compassion. Ezra, uh, I'm going to let you jump in here. Sure. I think, Jonathan, part of the reason we're we're, uh, teaching on this a bit today is because We've seen, you know, we we have the privilege of traveling around the world and working with so many uh, missions entities, meeting so many people who are committed to the gospel, which in the Greek literally means, it's Evangelion in the Greek, and it means the proclamation of the good news of the Messiah. And yet we've seen two errors, I'm going to say, two extremes. Uh, On the one hand, We can call them the the do-gooders, the humanitarian people, okay? Believers in Jesus, but they say, I'm going to demonstrate the gospel through the works that I do. I don't need to open my mouth about it. It's just the good works that I do are testimony enough of what I believe. And yet the word gospel is proclamation of good news of the Messiah. And as as we often say, a gospel which isn't proclaimed is no gospel at all. And so that's a problem, isn't it? When you just do, I'm doing good works, people will figure out what I believe. Well, maybe they won't. Maybe you're just doing good works. Yeah, I I think one of the challenges is that if you're feeding
1: people, the food eventually runs out, right? right? Right. If you're providing any kind of care without the follow-up of proclaiming the gospel, it's temporal, it's temporary. Exactly. The gospel is eternal. The gospel is transformational, Exactly, and so it's it's absolutely critical. If you're a faith ministry, it's wonderful to feed the poor. We're commanded to feed the poor. We're commanded to do good works, but we're also commanded to proclaim the gospel because without the proclamation of the gospel, as you have taught
0: so uh, effectively before, it's not the gospel. Exactly. And on the other end of the spectrum, uh, there's people committed to proclaiming the gospel. Uh, you know, their heart's desire is that people come to know the Lord, that they're forgiven of their sins, that they become citizens of heaven, citizens of the kingdom of God. And so they're all about the preaching and teaching, but the condition of the people they're preaching and teaching to isn't on their radar. You know yeah. well uh, these people come to my church and they listen to my messages every week well where, where are they emotionally? Do they have physical illness? Are there worries in their family? Do they have enough money to pay their next, you know, to buy food? Ah, oh, that doesn't matter, it's all about the gospel. Yeah.
1: Go and be fed and clothed, God bless be you, right? Be warmed and filled, right? Yes. James and, and talks they, about right. this. And faith they, without works is and, dead. And so that's so that's the other side and the scriptures are critical
0: of, of that. Exactly. Uh, attitude as well. And Jonathan, you behavior. say so often, it's really become kind of an, an axiom or, uh, here at Jewish Voice and it's people don't care care what you know until they know that you care, right? Right. And it's this idea that absolutely of utmost importance is the proclamation of the good news of Jesus the Messiah, our need for forgiveness of sins, our eternal condition before a holy God. But people may not have ears to hear anything you have to say about the gospel until you've demonstrated that you, like Jesus, care about where they are today. You know,
1: Ezra, I, uh, I, I am so touched When people come to me after they've received uh, medical care or dental care or water purifier or anything that we've done to meet a material need, a feeding program, whatever it is, and they're thankful, they're grateful, you can see the gratitude. Sure. People that have nothing, literally nothing. I'm thinking of people in Ethiopia right. that live in mud huts and they have nothing. They don't have clean water. Sure, they, All the essentials of life that we take for granted, they don't have. And we, do we help them or we give them a Bible and they're so touched. Sometimes they're crying and they're right. just, thank you, thank you. And then they say,
0: why, why? And we, that, that opens up the door to share our faith. Because showing compassion... Open the door to share your concern for their eternal state before before the Lord, before a holy God. and is is this just a good idea? Is this just a miss, a missional strategy? No, it's actually a biblical principle. And so maybe let's jump right in and look yeah, at. That. Let's I'm look at thinking some. of Matthew nine, okay. So don't take our word for it. Take Jesus' word for it. Take the writers of the of the gospel's word for it. Matthew nine, uh, beginning in verse thirty five, Jonathan, it says, Jesus, Yeshua went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. There's that language, the gospel. Proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. So teaching, proclamation of the good news, sharing the gospel, and healing every disease and sickness. And then it says in verse 36, when he saw the crowds, listen, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Remember Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I've come for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He's come for all the lost, but he came first for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And the idea here is that the gospel was coupled. In Jesus' ministry, it was coupled with not only proclamation, but healing those who were sick and in need of a touch from the Lord. And it was born out of a heart of compassion. Jesus is motivated by compassion. And the gospel proclaimed and demonstrated in Acts is the entirety of the gospel. You know, Ezra, I've experienced this,
1: the, the manifestation of healing on, yeah. on many occasions, right. that uh, compassion is is tied, uh, in, it's inseparable with healing. Mm-hmm. And when that spirit of compassion comes on you right. uh, and you start praying, it's it's different. Things are different. The right. prayer is different. The results are different. And people actually experience healing as a result of that flow of compassion. Compassion coming out of, of the, our spirit or compassion coming out of the spirit of God uh, when Yeshua ministered. And power leaves right and, and touches people when
0: compassion is at work. It's exactly what it is, Jonathan. It's compassionate work. And here at Jewish Voice Ministries, we exist to proclaim the good news of the Messiah, who you and us know is Jesus, is Yeshua, to Jewish communities around the world. But Jonathan, some of these communities are living in conditions that none of us could imagine, or they're actually more than just living in poverty and in sickness, which hasn't been dealt with, actively being persecuted because of the superstition of uh, people out- outside of their own community. Can you imagine not having
1: the basic essentials of life, not having clean water or running water, Right. not having food, knowing where your meal's gonna come from, having what we would consider simple things like an infection yeah. that we just call Ahead and get, uh, and we get the antibiotics, and they don't have
0: access to those things. And you know, Jonathan, we could show up, we could go to Ethiopia, we could go to the Lemba Jewish community in Zimbabwe, we could go to other scattered Jewish communities and stand on a platform and proclaim the gospel, and some people would come to faith. But that's not the model. That that's not what we not. do. We're, we're motivated by the compassion of Yeshua of Jesus to go and identify what's this, what's the physical need here that's causing suffering among these lost sheep of the house of Israel, and then to meet that need in the love and in the name of Jesus. I, I'll say something that may surprise you. Jewish
1: Voice is not a humanitarian aid organization. That's right. We are a gospel ministry. That's our. That's why we exist to proclaim the gospel but when we provide medical care, dental care, eye care, water purification and on and on and on, stoves to help us uh, people from starving in Ukraine, we are earning a platform to share our faith and we need your help to do that. Yeah. We can't do it alone. Uh, we, we need people that will send us like you. So I want to encourage you to become a monthly partner. We call our monthly partner, Shalom Partners. And that, that monthly support is an investment in the lives of people that have needs and need ultimately to hear the gospel. So I wanna urge you, get involved today, pick up the phone, log on to our website, and become a Shalom Partner. Here's how. Here at Jewish Voice, when we meet the physical needs of hurting people around the world, The human response
0: makes it all worth it. The faces we see when we share food during a crop shortage in Zimbabwe. The words of gratitude from an entire family when a wood-burning stove fires up to warm a home in Ukraine. Tears from a mother when her child, who's never seen a doctor, receives medical treatment for the first time. Dental care that literally brings smiles to faces. Eye care that helps people see clearly for the first time in their lives.
1: But our work made possible by your financial gifts does so much more than simply deliver humanitarian aid. Our work is centered in compassion, showing mercy, which we've seen over and over again, open the
0: door for the gospel. I'm thinking of the passage of scripture in Zechariah verses nine and 10. This is what the Lord Almighty said, administer true justice, show mercy and compassion to one another, and don't oppress the widow or the fatherless, the foreigner, or the poor. In other words,
1: according to the prophet Zechariah, those who seek justice will find it when they show mercy and compassion for widows,
0: for orphans, and for those who are hurting. If you're a person of compassion, or if you want to be, YOU MIGHT BE HEARING GOD'S CALL TODAY FOR YOU TO BECOME A MONTHLY SHALOM PARTNER. NOW WE FULLY REALIZE THAT ASKING YOU TO MAKE A GIFT OF $30 PER MONTH IS NO SMALL THING BECAUSE IT'S NOT. IT'S A BIG THING. SHALOM PARTNERS ARE ESSENTIAL TO WHAT WE DO. FOR THOSE WHO CAN'T GIVE ON A MONTHLY BASIS, WOULD YOU CONSIDER MAKING A ONE-TIME GIFT TO SHOW YOUR OWN MERCY AND COMPASSION? We honor every dollar with great intentionality and we promise to use it wisely and faithfully to fulfill our mission. If you can give a $30 gift, we
1: can provide a patient in Africa with eye or dental care. A $75 gift today will provide clean water for an entire family for three years and a $300 gift provides
0: life transforming eye surgery. There are several ways you can choose to respond. And choose whatever way works best for you. And thank you for your support.
2: Please call this toll-free number. Our representatives are eager to take your call. If you prefer, you can give securely online at jewishvoice.tv or pull out your smartphone and scan this QR code. And of course, you can also mail your gift to this address. Your gift today of any size or your new role as a monthly Shalom partner will impact the lives of people we may never meet until we gather in eternity. Again, from all of us at Jewish Voice Ministries International, thank you so much.
1: Ezra, you've said this in the last segment. I'll say it again because I say it all the time people
0: don't care what you know right. until they know you care. Exactly. That's that's universal. That is, it, it is universal. And I think this is an opportunity, Jonathan, at this moment to challenge something I think can creep into our thinking as believers. And it's this idea that, ah, uh, you know, People's physical needs are one thing, you know, they're hungry, they're poor, they can't make the rent, they have a disease, you know, they're in emotional turmoil and distress. Yeah, yeah, but it's really mostly about the gospel. Let me ask you, is that true for you? And I recently went through a very difficult season. My wife and I did. She became very ill. She had a medical emergency literally overnight from... Uh, good health to in need of emergency care. And this season went on for weeks. Jonathan, our world became very small during that time. And what I mean by that is we couldn't plan for the future. It was difficult to pray for anything except the medical emergency. We weren't aware of what was happening, you know, in, in, in some cases in work, in the community around us. We weren't going to church in congregation. It, our, our lives were consumed by the physical turmoil of the moment. Maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you've gone through an illness. Maybe you have a, a loved one who's been sick. Maybe you've been through a period of living in, in poverty. And, and let me ask you, did, did you depend on the Lord in that season to come through for you? I, th- I think the answer for all of us is yes. So we need to be careful not to say God's only concerned about our eternity, and not about our, our our circumstances right now. That he doesn't have compassion on us and want to demonstrate his love and his power in our lives through intervening in our circumstances. Yeah, of course I I lived through that with you, and sure. it, uh, it it changed, it stopped everything.
1: Thank right. God she's doing great now. Exactly, again. praise God. Thank God, praise God. But Heal her. I, I think that's a condition right now. Right. That is very, very common. Mm-hmm. And it's the result of the pandemic. It's sure. it's the result of isolation. It's the result of losing uh, family members, loved ones, right. uh, uh, friends. Right. I lost over a dozen friends during the pandemic. It's the result of a polarized uh, community now. Uh, and people are asking, does God see? Does God care? Uh, yes. There's a eternity, but what about now? Right. Well, I want to tell you that God promises both eternal life and abundant life. That's what Jesus said. I've come that you might have life, abundant and eternal life. He does care and he does have compassion and he does answer prayer. So I would say to you, don't give up. Don't stop believing. Faith, faith, faith is what, what the, God responds to. And so you need to get back into the word. You need to get back into prayer. You need to get back into his presence, and you will experience once again the compassion of God. You'll experience by uh, touching his presence, touching him, experiencing him that he is a God of
0: love and care and he cares about every need that you have. Exactly right, Jonathan. David says in the Psalms, I would have lost heart. I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord here in the land of the living. God is absolutely, ultimately concerned about our eternity. He wants us to be with him forever as his sons and daughters in his kingdom. And and he demonstrates that eternal care through his practical care for us yeah, right here. He does where is God? He is here. Right. He is real. He
1: is present. Amen. The same God that changed your life however many years ago is the same God who's watching over you now. Do
0: not give up. Exactly. Jonathan, I want to turn our attention, we just have a few minutes left, but to this this passage of Scripture in Matthew 25. And, and most of you watching today know this, but let's just look at it from a Hebraic perspective here, from a Jewish context. And this is Jesus uh, teaching his disciples that there would come a day, it says when the son of man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he'll sit on a glorious throne. So this is saying Jesus is going to come as a judge, okay? And it says all the nations will be gathered before him and he'll separate the people one from another like a shepherd who separates the sheep from the goats. So he's gonna put some of the nations on his right and he's gonna put some on his left. He's making a distinction. And it goes on to say, I'm gonna summarize here, Verse 37 of Matthew 25, Lord, when did we see you hungry, practical need, and feed you? When did we see you thirsty, practical need, and give you something to drink? When did we see that you were a stranger and invite you in, or that you needed clothes, practical need, and give you clothes? When did we see you sick or in prison and come visit you? And he says, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these, my brothers, you did to me. Jonathan, the Greek there is literally whatever you did for the least of my kinsmen according to the flesh. Some translators have said, oh, it's all mankind. I don't think that's an accurate translation. This is a hard passage. Jesus is saying the nations will be judged. The nations will be judged based on what they did and didn't do to meet practical needs of Jesus' kinsmen as brothers according to the flesh in a time of trouble. That has been
1: completely lost uh... in the majority of the christian world i hope you're one that sees that reality i know that many that watch our program understand that but this is this has been totally removed right from uh... the consciousness of christians yeah. because of replacement theology exactly. right that god is finished with them
0: that they're under his judgment but that is exactly what the text says right Jesus knew, he was teaching his disciples, before I come back to sit on that throne and judge, to rule and reign from Jerusalem, Israel, the Jewish people were going to go through hard times. And the Lord is watching. He's watching what people do to meet practical needs, either in his love or to ignore the practical needs of Jewish people in a time of trouble out of selfishness or just unawareness, unawareness of what God's plan was here.
1: Ezra, I am so glad that you shared a a really difficult and controversial
0: verse uh, that is really overlooked by most Christians. Sure, and yet that at Jewish Voice Ministries, Jonathan, is what we have the privilege of doing. We're not a nation. It says the nations of the world, we separated sheep from from goats. But uh, as a ministry, and so many of you have come and volunteered with us if you haven't done that think about coming with us we're trying to be the sheep here of Matthew 25 we're trying to identify scattered Jewish communities who are hungry and thirsty and bring water and and uh, and food we're literally bringing clean water by bringing uh, yeah. water filters and the like we're literally bringing food to the Lemba Jewish community in Zimbabwe that during the pandemic found itself with no crops. And don't don't miss the blessing here also. God's very clear.
1: I will bless those that bless my people. And many miss that blessing. You can be part of that blessing by becoming a partner with this ministry. In fact, we have monthly partners. We call them Shalom partners. And this is an investment in showing compassion to Jewish people by providing medical care, dental care, eye care, but most importantly, the gospel. We are a gospel ministry because we believe that the gospel is what transforms a life forever. That's where the eternity comes in. That's exactly it. we, We meet physical needs, but ultimately we're concerned because this is the heart of God, about people's eternity. Sure. So I wanna encourage you, don't miss out on the blessing. Uh, there's a debt of responsibility back to the Jewish people and you can be part of this blessing by becoming a partner with this ministry. Don't let the opportunity pass. Pick up the phone, log on to our website and become a monthly Shalom partner. Here's how. Here at Jewish Voice, when we meet the physical needs of hurting people around the world, the human
0: response makes it all worth it. The faces we see when we share food during a crop shortage in Zimbabwe. The words of gratitude from an entire family when a wood-burning stove fires up to warm a home in Ukraine. Tears from a mother when her child, who's never seen a doctor, receives medical treatment for the first time. Dental care that literally brings smiles to faces. Eye care that helps people see clearly for the first time in their lives. But our work made possible
1: by your financial gifts does so much more than simply deliver humanitarian aid. Our work is centered in compassion, showing mercy, which we've seen over and over again,
0: open the door for the gospel. I'm thinking of the passage of scripture in Zechariah verses nine and 10. This is what the Lord Almighty said, administer true justice, show mercy and compassion to one another and don't oppress the widow or the fatherless, the foreigner or the poor. In other words, according to the prophet Zechariah, those who seek justice
1: will find it when they show mercy and compassion for widows
0: for orphans and for those who are hurting if you're a person of compassion or if you want to be you might be hearing god's call today for you to become a monthly shalom partner now we fully realize that asking you to make a gift of thirty dollars per month is no small thing because it's not it's a big thing shalom partners are essential to what we do for those who can't give on a monthly basis would you consider making a one-time gift to show your own mercy and compassion? We honor every dollar with great intentionality and we promise to use it wisely and faithfully to fulfill our mission. If you can give a $30
1: gift, we can provide a patient in Africa with or Dental Care. A $75 gift today will provide clean water for an entire family for three years and a $300 gift provides
0: life-transforming eye surgery. There are several ways you can choose to respond and choose whatever way works best for you. And thank you for your support.
2: Please call this toll-free number. Our representatives are eager to take your call. If you prefer, you can give securely online at jewishvoice.tv or pull out your smartphone and scan this QR code. And of course, you can also mail your gift to this address. Your gift today of any size or your new role as a monthly Shalom partner will impact the lives of people we may never meet until we gather in eternity. Again, from all of us at Jewish Voice Ministries International, thank you so much.
1: We've been talking on the program today about compassion coupled with the proclamation of the gospel because they go hand in hand. God is moved by compassion. And when there is compassion, there's healing, there is uh, uh, miracles, there is divine provision. It all comes with compassion. And I wanna declare over you today that God is compassionate in your life. He wants to demonstrate his compassion. You're facing physical needs. God's compassion will touch that need. You're facing physical, needs financially, God's compassion will will meet that need according to his riches and glory in the Messiah. Uh, you're isolated, you're lonely, you're depressed. The compassion of God wants to bring you joy and peace. There's a need for family restoration. You're praying for loved ones, for family members, for children and grandchildren that have gone astray. God's compassion will reunite your family. And so we're going to join together in prayer right now, and we want you just to receive right now the compassion of God. Lord, we declare that you are a God of compassion, and we thank you, Father, that you are pouring out healing right now. You're pouring out compassion by restoring marriages, by restoring families, by meeting financial needs. We thank you, Lord, that you're a God of love and that your mercy endures forever. Amen. It's a new day. It's a new beginning. We declare it over each one and each need in the name of Yeshua, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you'd like more information about our ministry, you can log on to jewishvoice.tv. You can also send us your prayer requests on the website. We have a team at Jewish Voice that's committed to reading your prayer requests, and praying for you by name. We believe in the power of prayer. We care about you. And more importantly, God cares about you and wants to demonstrate his compassion in your life. So we close our program. I want to remind you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 uh, implores each one to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. It says, may they prosper who love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Burnus along with Ezra Benjamin saying shalom and God bless
2: you.